Hike up your skirt and pee on Zach Efron. It's time for Pod Cusack. Welcome to Pod Cusack. I am your host, Matt Strickland, and we are back talking about Hollywood's most medium actor. And oh boy, I got to tell you, fucking strap in for this one, guys. We're talking about one of the most batshit movies ever conceived. Uh, our second Lee Daniels film of the podcast. We're talking about The Paperboy. And I've got Two guests who I couldn't think of anyone better to share this lovely uh, bit of cinema history with. Uh, you know him as Audio Snacks. You know him as a returning champion to this podcast. He has his own podcast dropping soon, probably what, next week? Political yes. therapy. <laughs> uh, Pat you. Wise, thank Thanks you so much. For, Thanks for returning. Oh, great to be back for the third time on a movie podcast, uh, knowing damn well I'm a guy who doesn't watch movies. Uh, so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for returning. But that's what makes you a good impartial uh, guest on this pod. And you can have that fresh perspective as someone who's only seen like eight movies. Um, but our <laughs> my other guest, first time on the pod, comedian, uh, teacher at the Squirrel Improv Theater, the guy who uh, knows horror movies even better than me and i consider myself pretty good a pretty big horror buff patrick keen thank you so much for joining us on the pod for the first time wow thank you for having me super excited to be here yeah and this was actually we are talking about the paperboy and this was the one i asked you on a podcast to do a different cusack film and you mm -hmm. said i'd i would like to do the paperboy <laughs> so I, I recuse myself from that film <laughs> and call me when you're doing the paperboy yeah. <laughs> so pat wise uh everything that happened to you over the course of that you know hour and 40 minutes was really patrick Keane's fault mm -hmm. um, you're welcome well there's gonna be a lot of last name use I thank you and i i hate you also <laughs> That movie made me very confused. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's yeah, get love, into it. Can't wait to talk it. about it. Yeah, let's, let's get, get into it. it. Before we get into the movie itself, we got to talk about stats. Of course, on every podcast, we talk about the Cusack number. That's how many Cusacks are in this film. Of course, there's many Cusacks. There's John, there's Joan, there's Anne, there's Dick, there's Susie, there's Bill. But unfortunately, the Cusack number of this movie is one. Only John graces the screen in The Paper Boy. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 45% fresh and 33% uh, fre uh, uh, audience rating. You know, the people's rating is even worse than the critics' rating. Uh, budget of $12 million. It made $3.8 million. So I would say safely considered this was a bomb, which is weird because I remember it being a pretty big deal. Everyone could only talk about the scene where Nicole Kidman pees on Zac Efron, mm -hmm. which we will get to. But I feel like that was like culturally a big thing. And it was nominated for awards. It was nominated for a Golden Globe, which is so, like, that's, it's barely yeah. an award. <laughs> I had full, fully never heard of this film ever. Oh, wow. no, I, no concept of it at all. Interesting. I feel like it's not really saying know. much though. So yeah, I'm not in the zeitgeist. Uh, 
This is also the Wikipedia, the the only movie who I've read the Wikipedia page, and the Wikipedia page references itself in. <laughs> and what I mean is, in the Wikipedia page, it says that when this movie premiered at the Cannes Film Festival, it received a 16-minute standing ovation, which is the longest sustained standing ovation. But later, in the same Wikipedia page, there's a quote from, uh, I think, The Guardian, where someone says, readers of the film's Wikipedia page may spot the claim that it received the longest sustained standing ovation of the festival at 16 minutes. As someone who was present at that screening and the cacophonous quarter hour of jeering, squawking, and mooing that followed, I think Wikipedia may want to clarify its definition of standing ovation. (laughs) I feel like I'm always hearing about these really long standing ovations, and I'm like, why... No one's standing. No one does that for more than two minutes. Mm -hmm. I think it's super fake. And I think maybe there's like one guy who like worked on the movie or is like a publicist and he's just standing there clapping. It's like one gaffer. So much time. Because he's clapping all the credits to get down to his name at the very, very end. Yeah. Um, So this, you know, I guess it was a divisive movie, let's say, when it came out. Um, After the critical acclaim, this is again from the Wikipedia page, after the critical acclaim of his movie Precious, Daniels, Lee Daniels, the director of this movie, was sent many possible scripts for a follow-up, including several lucrative offers. However, he decided to pass on these, saying, I couldn't get off on it, and stating that instead he went with my, what my spirit told me to do. And I think that explains a lot. I couldn't movie. get off on it. Yeah, it's very it telling. It's a movie you can get off on. If this is a horny a movie. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the this horniest movie, is movie so I've horny. ever seen. <laughs> this has it's, every bodily fluid. It is in it. so horny. It's all so of the bodily horny. fluids. We see them. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen. You know, a lot of times in like a sex scene or something. <laughs> you know, it, the, the cum is implied. Mm-hmm. Here, it's just like, no, we got to see it. Um, I also whenever I whenever a story starts where like the main character is a writer I'm like ugh okay this is all about this guy this is all of this fantasies of this one guy who's writing this story (laughs) (laughs) he's a writer they never he never writes anything yeah (laughs) he never does any writing but he's he's a writer he's a writer he well I will say he carries around a leather bound uh, uh, notebook much like mm. uh, Ryan Philippi in Cruel Intentions. He carries around like a journal. So it, I think so that's Im- implied that he's a writer, mm. which I also, after Cruel Intentions, got a leather-bound journal that I used to carry mm. around. I got and a little Coke necklace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I love there's be... one at the end that's just like, and he went on to write some really <laughs> great stuff to a lot of acclaim. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just to tie that in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the narration too, because the movie opens. Let's we're, let's get into the plot. The movie opens, and it's Macy Gray being interviewed by someone who we never see, and, it, and then this little wraparound story is never returned to. It's Macy Gray. Yeah. Someone lights her cigarette. We don't know if it's a journalist, a lawyer, a cop. She. It's like true detective style. She's like giving her deposition or whatever. For we have no idea why. And then she's just like, the summer of 69 was hot. And then it flashes back. And it's just like, okay, so who, what? And the whole thing is just to set up that she will be the narrator. And then at the very end, like you said, it's just like, and he went on to great acclaim as a writer. And we never, wow, who, 
what was that? And it almost seemed like the movie didn't have a narrator at first. And they were like, fuck, we got to like explain this a little more. Macy, can you come back for one day? Yeah, we we'll got a lot of shots shot. of Zac Efron in bed and we needed some <laughs> yeah. voice acting over yeah. it. There's one part later on in a sex scene that is so insane where the narration comes in and it's like, this is awkward for y'all to watch. <laughs> Which is like, we just saw John Cusack come in his pants. It's going to be weird for me to talk over this. not going to show us the fucking hot couple fuck. It also feels like it really like announces that we are watching a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I can't talk over this. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> in the in the the conception of this narration, she yeah. knows we're watching a movie right now. It's also it's, like it's... like to watch the sex scene and be like, oh, where's the narration though? Like yeah. what's you know <laughs> she's like, I know you're missing me. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Like, no, I could just one movie. moment where I'm not missing you. <laughs> Macy oh. Gray, this is I not about Gray. you. Macy Gray is great in it. She's, great she's incredible. She's yeah. incredible. She's yeah. good. All right, she's and good. she starts the story, which starts with a flashback to a murder of a sheriff in Florida, a sort of like a Bull Connor type racist sheriff. He gets gutted like a fish. And so this is sort of the driving action of the movie is McConaughey's a journalist who believes that Cusack, who was arrested and convicted of the crime, is innocent, and it's sort of like the driving force of the movie is this crime, and you could it would almost sets itself up to be like a legal thriller, and then the crime is like shoved to the side, and oh. we never get any details, and they'll like go to the cops and they'll talk about it, and it's just like the cops are trying to cover up evidence. It's just like what evidence, why, who, and they're just completely in favor of just like. Zach Efron in his underwear and Nicole Kidman this movie is in like a little fuck me dress. Mm -hmm. It's trying it's... to do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's trying so to accomplish hard. a lot. Yes. And at the same time, it's really only interested in one thing. Sex. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what are all the sexual elements of racism? Of, of like, yeah. uh, wait, prison? I don't know. I don't know where this happens in the movie, so sorry that I'm getting ahead, but there is one line for me that really showcases how horny the movie is. And they are talking about a man who got his thumb cut off. And the guy, it's like a, a, a political guy, I don't know, oh. sitting behind a big desk. And oh, he's, the cop. He's a, yeah, he's, the like cop. A, he's, like, he's a cop, yeah. Yeah, he's like, can you imagine having getting your thumb cut off? You wouldn't be able to squeeze your wife's titty. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's... Your example of why it would be yeah. why are we important to have a thumb? It's just squeeze your wife's titty. It's like this movie. Any opportunity it has, it goes for sex. Yeah, and then they Even, they sit in that moment for a while. They're like, yeah. hold yeah. the titty, and he's just hold, like, he's he like, like he's like doing it, the and then he's like, yeah. you married? Hold, hold it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Titties. You guys have heard of them? <laughs> why? Why are we that here? Breaks us from the animals. <laughs> and they don't get anything from that scene. They just leave. Yeah. Nothing no. happens. It's, it's, it's inconsequential. That's so much of this movie is inconsequential. It's just like I guess that was like nominally a sexy scene. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um but all right, let's get back to the setup of the movie. So basically Zach Efron is uh maybe one of the titular paper boys sort of cuz he his father runs a small town newspaper in upstate or northern florida and his older brother matthew mcconaughey is sort of like the big time pulitzer winning journalist who now writes for the miami herald um and he comes home to like help investigate this case 
because he's been sort of pulled into it by the lover girlfriend pen pal of John Cusack, who we then meet. Also, Zac Efron is a swimmer, almost professional, they say, which they mention a couple times in the beginning, and then I that comes back later, and you have to know that he's uh, a good swimmer. But that's also an excuse to just show Zac Efron in his underwear. Zac Efron is in underwear so much yeah. during this movie. Mostly he's just in his underwear. People yeah. are like commanding him to take off his clothes. <laughs> Which I think this was like, this was a fun, this was him as he's like, oh, I'm now a serious actor. I think mm-hmm. this was like the first movie for Zac like, Yeah, yeah, but take her like, clothes off. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm it was no also longer maybe, a Disney star. It was also am... maybe one of the first movies with like his new body, his like buff body. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not like a little boy. Post, yeah. post like a uh, high school musical body. Yeah, he's um, showing it off. Yeah. So, and he, he, I mean, he looks good. He's a good looking kid, but mm-hmm. he also is a, very much still like a child. <laughs> Yes, this movie um which yeah. makes a lot of it all that much more uncomfortable um okay so then we meet our lead actress the great nicole kidman who is just going for it oh, in this my movie goodness. um and she is she is introduced with the line charlotte glass loved her some dangerous men she wrote men in prison and she finally fell in love with one of them and she was determined to get him out and that is about as much like insight into her psychology as we get. It's just like she loves some dangerous man. All right, cool. That's the setup. Now we go. Nicole Kidman um, heard that description of the character and was like, I'm in 100%. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm in a toxic relationship. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like just post. This is her style. <laughs> that is definitely her um, bread and butter. And Robbie Collin of the Daily Telegraph said that she secretes sensuality like a slug does slime. Secretes? I mean, that is appropriate for this movie. She does. Everyone's doing a lot of secreting in this movie. It's, but, there's just so many fluids in this movie. Yeah, sweat, blood, cum. It's such piss. a grimy, grimy it's, movie. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. But mm-hmm. like, my first reaction to that was like, oh, that's gross. It's like mean to compare one of our great actresses to a slug. And then the more <laughs> I thought about it, the more I'm like, oh, this is absolutely apt for this movie. Yeah, and um, kind of what she was doing, you know, she's giving yeah. it to you. She's giving you slug. She's, she's, she's yeah, it's pure slug energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, I'm stepping on the trivia at the end a little bit, but this was the first and only movie that Nicole Kidman stayed in character the entire movie. No. Yeah, that's a fact. That's on both Wikipedia and the tri- IMDb trivia, so you know it's got to be true. Oh my god! Imagine her going to craft services and just being <laughs> just like, like, "I want to fuck gyrating. these potatoes." <laughs> <laughs> Nicole like, Kidman had drops. sex with a lot of extras. Yeah. yeah, after halfway through shooting, they had to just like take away all the bananas from craft services because it was like this is too distracting. And everything. Yeah. Just peeing on people everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Uh, screaming. It's like. It reminds me. I cannot me of believe like, she did that. I know why. And also, you're so far into your career. Why are you making that choice yeah. now? Like you, this is post the hours. You won your Oscar. Why are you like now? This is the character that I'm gonna like stay in. It um, it may it might be. I could see her going into this film being like, this is. I have to save this by myself. Yeah. yeah. Right. This I'm is give going, it my all. I'm gonna give yeah, this one thousand percent because yeah. otherwise. 
this is going to be real. And I've, it didn't work. I'm sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you think that the actors and Lee Daniels set out to make a prestige movie or a camp movie? Do you think that they knew that this was like fun and camp or that they were like, this is Oscar bait? It's a really good question. I don't know the answer. My gut, it's hard to say because thinking about like Precious is that I think Lee Daniels thought what he was making was like prestige, but I think they're fully leaning into like Southern Gothic, like Tennessee Williams, which like is like campy and prestigious at the same time right so i don't think they're necessarily like super exclusive but i do think at the end of the day they thought they were making like a good good movie yeah not just like a camp classic which is what it is you think this is achieved camp classic status is it up there with like the other you know I will say for Waters me, I will say stuff. for me personally, it is, and I'm and I'm really on the train of trying to get to more people to watch it. I've been trying to get people to watch this movie since it came out, and I think it is the kind of movie when you talk about like, oh, John Cusack being a mediocre actor or like the most medium actor, and like yeah. the kind of like movies where you're like, oh yeah, that was fine. It's like you can't come out of this movie being like oh that was fine or and yeah. like you come out of this movie being like what the fuck yeah, <laughs> which like, i think repulsed. is kind of cool <laughs> yeah i think yeah. it's like you don't see a lot of movies that just like fucking go for it in that way did it try to achieve did it achieve what it set out to achieve i don't know i'm not sure what they're trying to achieve but to me it does hit that height of like this is something worth watching because it's so fucking crazy I think a clue to it for me that it was like they're trying to be prestige is that it was shot on 16 millimeter film, <laughs> which is like such a choice too. Because halfway through, I was like, I don't know, this is sort of a good looking movie. And then I looked yeah. it up and I was like, oh, the DP is like, he's like Christopher Guest DP that has done like Best in Show and all those movies. And he's done like some really That's high amazing. profile movies. And he like decided to make, you know, a 16 millimeter movie, which is like, I'm sure it was like, oh, because it's the 60s and it'll yeah. have like that vibe. It has that and... grime, yeah, yeah, that grainy grime. And I feel like that means that they thought that this was like prestige. Yeah. But let's let's get back into the movie. So basically, <laughs> we meet we meet Nicole Kidman. She's like one of these women who writes letters to men in prison. And then we also meet McConaughey, who, who comes back with his uh, writing partner who is David uh, Ayelowo from Selma and, and you know, a lot of the, these great movies. Um, and he's this, like, British writer who now writes for the Miami Herald with McConaughey's character. Um, and then we also get a little bit of insight to McConaughey early on because he says hello to Macy Gray, who is the uh, housekeeper. And she says she sort of touches his face that and he has like scars coming like joker style coming yeah. off of yeah. his mouth and she's like you know how are you doing are you um how, it, romantically down there in miami and she mentions very briefly that he likes the rough ones <laughs> so you sort of get like insight it's like oh he's had maybe some relationships that were that were a little rough in the past which you know that'll come back in a big way later <laughs> yeah that'll come back. <laughs> that'll come back in a big way <laughs> I, um, I the sexual tension between Macy Gray and every character. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, the she's one also disappointment. Secreting sex. She is. Yeah. I was like I was like 
like the like the interaction she has with mm-hmm. any character i'm like there is like so much tension here i love it yeah the first thing with zach efron is him being like i could have been jerking off and then her yeah. like play acting as him like masturbating yeah and then they're like insane. rolling around like tussling and yeah. he's and, and he is like in his underwear i'm like are they gonna fuck <laughs> Any combination of characters in this movie, like Did I'm like, fuck? are they gonna fuck? Yeah, Even, most of them do. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> um, so Nicole Kidman is working with McConaughey and David Oyelowo to get Hillary Van Wetter uh, mm. out of jail, who you know we will meet later on. Um, and then via voiceover, we learn that Zac Efron falls in love with Nicole Kidman at first sight. Uh, and mainly because he's horny. Even Macy Gray admits to that. Macy Gray knows like, it. Mainly, she can yeah, see it. Sure, it's yeah. love, but it's like mainly just because... And, and Nicole Kidman does look great mm-hmm. um, in this movie. She does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Efron sort of gets hired as the driver. So as it, basically as an excuse to just like keep him in scenes with all these people because he has <laughs> right. no other purpose in this movie. <laughs> no one else could drive. Yeah. yeah. Could... <laughs> So he's driving around. We learned that he got kicked out of college for for letting all the water out of the pool. <laughs> when they reveal that, I'm like, what? And he's like, that ain't easy to do. <laughs> and they they implica- they imply it's such like a dark thing earlier. They're like, oh, he got kicked out of school, and it's out, like you know yeah. his mother left town, so it's like clearly he's a troubled guy. And then it's just like, oh yeah, he let the water out of the pool. Let the water out of the pool. And it wasn't easy. So he's smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's good he's at plumbing to the end of the things. <laughs> so he's driving around. They're sort of bonding. Uh, you know, Kidman is just constantly like gyrating mm-hmm. and is constantly just like everything turns her yeah. on. She's like, yeah, it's the ooh, first scene ooh. with them outside the prison when they're yes. just sitting there, and she's like, why are they her legs there? up? She has her yeah. legs like up on the fucking the windshield almost <laughs> yeah. of the car. She's, she's just like, like humping the. You ha- think he's air. horny in there? He can feel me <laughs> out here. I'm so horny for him. <laughs> and Zachary was just like, yeah, uh, just look, just yeah. looking over, <laughs> can't help himself. Yeah, a lot of it's so hot, it's so yeah. hot outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Let's well, nineteen. The summer of '69 was hot. '69. <laughs> They had to do um, it. It had to be 69. Yeah. So they do, they, you know, they're trying to solve this crime. They go to talk to, you know, Hillary Van Wetter's lawyer, and he's like a racist piece of shit, but he's trying to prevent them from talking to Van Wetter. And there's all this like implication of like institutional conspiracy that, again, like I said, like doesn't really go anywhere because we never like, at the end of the day, the fucking the actual crime itself is like not important to this movie because mm-hmm. it's just not sexy. Um, the twists are not really earned. Yeah. Which yeah. is a bummer. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. And we get some fantasy sequence like you have of Nicole Kidman in, in a wedding dress and there's these like crazy <laughs> cross dissolves. The editing yes, in this movie is the insane. Editing is so insane. And it really feels like they had to put a lot of shit together in post and just yeah. they were just like, they're cutting this out, we're cutting this out. Let's put I, it together. I would love to see it. Makes what, like, it makes it too like I I'm not supposed to be <laughs> yeah. voiceovering this part. What do you want me like, to say? <laughs> they're like, just do it. Yeah. It also feels like just a riff, lot of the just dialogue riff. is improvised. Like, yeah. They're in the swamp and Zach Efron's talking. I'm like, that's not in the script. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see whatever like the five hour assembly cut of this movie <laughs> is. 
but that crosses off where she comes out of the house and yeah with the white dress it's like this is wild it's really weird (laughs) at first i'm like why is she in a wedding dress yeah is she marrying hillary yeah wait no she's not that's not what this is oh it's a fantasy sequence Mm -hmm. uh it's it's just to show you that zach efron really does care mm -hmm. about this woman who's like not just horny yeah (laughs) I do love when she gets into the car. She's like, can we roll up all the windows? It's going to mess up my hair. Yeah. <laughs> and Yardley's pissed. And then like, we... are you fucking serious? <laughs> it is so hot. Like, okay, Yardley, relax. <laughs> yeah, Yardley's a real dick pretty much throughout yeah. this whole movie. Yes. Um, Yardley is the audience, the David Ayello character. Um, so then they go, all of them go. I don't know why Zac Efron has to go inside too, but... The two journalists. They give him a chair. Yeah. <laughs> and Nicole Kidman and Zac Efron go to the jail to meet Hillary. And this is where we finally get our first glimpse at our mm. boy, Cusack. An incredible entrance. Incredible entrance. Honestly, incredible performance. So mm-hmm. early in this podcast, I had a category or a segment I used to do that I cut out because it just like wasn't honestly that relevant for every movie. But the reason I created the segment was it was called Checked In Cusack, Checked Out Cusack, Nick Cage Cusack. And you're like, mm. okay, is he checked into the movie? Is he checked out? Or is he going full Nicolas Cage over the top ham and cheese? And the reason that segment existed is because of this movie. Because this is like <laughs> one of the few, this is Nick Cage Cusack. You know, yeah, this, that part could be Nick Cage. And he's like, his oh, hair yeah. is tussled. Mm. He's like, there must have been a, a, a PA whose entire job was every time they yell cut, run in and just spritz spray water all over Cusack's face because he's constantly drenched in sweat. And um, and then this is one of the the first scenes in the movie where you, you get a little taken aback at how, like, whoa. Yeah, okay, it's like it's, the movie's horny from the jump. It's so yeah. fucking horny. And you're like, wow, this movie's really horny. It's crazy. But this scene, you're like, okay, we're actually on another level right yeah. now. <laughs> this is like, I've never seen this in a movie before. Yeah. So Nicole Kidman, you know... <laughs> Okay, so all right, how how to get into it? So basically, there's the, you know the journalists are there to talk to Hillary about the case. Hillary, John Cusack's character, has no interest in even looking at anyone besides mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, who he's been writing these letters to, and uh, you know, but they're maybe six feet apart, seven feet apart in chairs. Yeah, it does feel like a quarantine uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely interview. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no table. It's just like six feet apart, everybody. Socially distanced. Yeah. Socially distanced. And he's like he's he's also uh, cuffed up, you know, in like mm-hmm. the you know wrist uh ankle wrist cuffs. Yeah. yeah. And um and Nicole Kidman is just like licking her lips <laughs> and then Cusack starts giving her so, uh, tasks to do. First thing, first thing that he does is he says, "Open your legs." And mm-hmm. I'm thinking like she's gonna like do a little like little peek, <laughs> like a little like little, little, tease. Po- little tease. She goes full on like <laughs> like wide open legs. It's rips like, her rips her <laughs> pantyhose. Apart. Well, yeah. Then he says, "Rip, rip your pantyhose." <laughs> yeah. She does and I'm just it. Like, and everyone's just like, "What?" I know <laughs> this whole time is just it's this air fucking happening from across the room because they start gyrating and like licking their lips and they're both like drooling and then it just like keeps cutting to reaction shots of like McConaughey and And McConaughey's like into it McConaughey like at one point hides a boner oh yeah McConaughey the whole thing is like who's looking at who so Zac Efron is looking at Nicole yes uh 
and McConaughey is looking directly at Hillary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and feel like, like hmm, okay, Oyelowo is the only one in there who's like sort of the audience surrogate because the whole time like, he's just the, like, what the fuck yeah, is he's happening? Like, he like constantly is like laughing because he's yeah. like, what the fuck am I White watching? White people are crazy. <laughs> okay, also important to note that before this scene, um, Nicole Kidman says she knows that John Cusack's innocent because in their letters, he doesn't, say he wants to go down on her he says he wants her to blow him and she says that's how i know he's innocent so then when they're doing this he's like do what you say you do in the letters so she starts miming a blowjob and it's (laughs) so crazy to watch i forgot about this yeah Yeah, she's like fully miming a blowjob like moving her head back and forth mouth open like making crazy noises it's insane I, I have not seen The Hours, but I cannot imagine that any of her acting in the movie The Hours can top this scene. This is Nicole no Kidman's fucking peak. Yeah, yeah. she's miming a blowjob. <laughs> McConaughey's like adjusting his boner. <laughs> Cusack is like, I think he's jerking off. He tries to jerk off at first, but because he's handcuffed, he just starts rubbing just moving, yeah <laughs> moving back and forth to rub his dick in his pants yeah and then the scene ends with just a like a close-up insert shot of cusack's cum like it just his cum coming yeah. through his pants <laughs> and i was like wow this movie like you in like, okay in, Everyone this is the else. <laughs> every yeah, <laughs> so we're twenty minutes in. It's just like the movie has barely started. Yeah. <laughs> this is our and, first introduction to John Cusack. He just walked on screen. Yeah, Lloyd Dobler walks on and then just comes his pants. The, like the it, scene, the scene, like this scene, I think encapsulates the entire film because it yes. starts off and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, like, what? <laughs> What is happening? Oh my god! <laughs> and it I just think like it, it goes to zero to hundred real quick. And I think another way in which it really encapsulates the movie is like, even like, as it gets so insane, it makes choices where you're like, I really wasn't expecting that. Like Matthew McConaughey and his boner. You're like, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> like yeah. everything else about it is already so crazy with Nicole Kidman and John Cusack, and then to just make be like, M- Matthew McConaughey is so fucking horny for this like. <laughs> fucking crazy looking man like coming in his pants like wow the shots the shots of dicks in this movie yeah of, of through of pants control. so many yes well it's it's just so funny because it includes so many things that would any other director making this movie would just imply you know yeah. you'd, you'd you'd just see a shot of cusack's face and he would like mm-hmm. shudder yeah, you know, yeah. he the post come shutter, and you'd be like, yeah. "Oh, he just came." But this is like, no, we gotta see it. We want, or like, it would be like a close of McConaughey being like, you can tell he's like, maybe he's a little titillated. But this is just yeah. like, oh no, he legit he's has a, a boner. Right boner. Right now. Like, yeah. no, he's fucking it. horny. Yeah. Lee Daniels had to get off. He said when he yeah. <laughs> this is next movie. <laughs> that is the. Per- it's just the perfect thesis statement for the whole movie. It is. It is really the movie. Um, it's really the scene that announces what you're watching. Yeah. yeah 100% and um and then the scene ends with Macy Gray voiceover saying Jack came home and threw up <laughs> you couldn't believe he still loved her after yeah. that yeah <laughs> oh my god that is such a crazy thing to say oh god it's amazing after he saw that woman mom the blowjob <laughs> he couldn't believe he still loved her <laughs> oh god that that 
I mean, we could do an hour just on that scene. Yeah, um, it's an iconic absolutely. scene. Yeah, yeah it's is... as iconic as like you talking to me from Taxi Driver. Or, totally, absolutely. You know, Gone with the Wind. And, and interestingly <laughs> enough, there's a few more scenes in this movie that sort of match it, which is really exactly. cool. Because yeah. you think, ooh, we hit the peak. And you're yeah. like, no, the like, movie's this is pretty early. It's like, we oh no, this is the Himalayas. There's a lot of peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the next scene, they go to a judge, they're trying to like, you know, they talk to the, about the physical evidence about this case that again, the movie has like no interest in. So there's a lot of like going around, like investigating. I will say, I love crime drama and I was just like, oh, this is great. I like, like, let's, let's, let's figure this out. A cool like mystery. Like, you know, I'm, I'm into it. Just completely ignored. Yeah, <laughs> I was like the way that gets wrapped up is doing. just it doesn't. You barely hear anything about anything. You, it doesn't even. It's hard like, to follow. What? Even yeah. too. <laughs> to what like, happened just, like, that who? night? What? He it doesn't killed. make any sense. But then he's yeah. in jail for this. like I don't understand. Yeah. So we go to see Cusack again, and uh, here's now we know that he's like a really legit bad guy because in this scene he's pretty <laughs> racist towards david yellowo so now we know mm-hmm. he's not just horny he's also like a bad guy and this is when he starts to get really abusive verbally to nicole kidman because nicole pants. kidman she's wore wearing pants, pants. <laughs> she wore pants and she and he's just Dare like you I, wear pants i wish i had written down the dialogue because he has some great line about yeah. like what do all these guys have in common? Yeah. yeah. What do yeah. all these like, men have in common? They're just pants. Of, yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of men like, what do they have in common? I'm like, where is this going? Yeah. They all wear pants. Yeah. Oh. And it's crazy because Kidman looks hot. She looks yeah, great. She looks great. She looks really great. I'm pro women. They're tight. Pants. They're tight ass pants. Yeah. <laughs> I think women should be allowed to wear pants. I'm yeah. for yeah. it. Women look good in pants. Yeah. Sorry, Hillary. Um, <laughs> So that's like a sort of a quick scene. Then we jump back and we do get a little bit of like Jack, who is the Zac Efron character. We get a little bit of his family life because his dad is Scott Glenn, who owns uh, the local newspaper. Incredible actor. And has incredible. like this. Yeah. Scott Glenn rocks. With his, and he has with this his like weird, chops. He's got his yeah. like chops. Those yeah, he looks like a Civil War general. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And he's got this really mean, very oh Jewish God. New York girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> who like, is the most racist of them all, which yeah. I think is the point. It's like yeah. Northerners are actually the most racist. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> although, she, yeah, and she, because she never says the N-word, although mm-hmm. every other character does. Mm-hmm. and But, but, but she treats she, Macy Gray like shit. Yes. And like tries to actively treat her like shit. Yeah. It goes Here's out the, of her wow. way. Everyone yeah, else who's saying the N word and all the guys, they're they're good. They're, they're <laughs> down down and you know deep down, down they want to fuck Macy Gray. So oh my god, <laughs> yeah. the line where Macy Gray is like, I know he didn't mean to say it. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, no. <laughs> we'll get to that, but uh, um, yeah. <laughs> well, then Macy Gray has a really good line in this scene where they're talking about whether or not jack has ever had a girlfriend and the voiceover is just like jack never had a girlfriend all he did was jerk off to those nudie magazines and it's just like he had another reference to like okay jack, zach Efron jerking <laughs> off it's like and then uh and so then we get we're we're starting to ascend to another peak nicole kidman mm. and zach efron go to the beach mm. and for some reason for yeah, some reason i will pause here because <laughs> all these movies all these horny movies they have to like figure out a way to put characters together mm-hmm. right and so they just are immediately like oh they're friends so they yeah. just hang 
Yeah. Like, and there's it, like not a lot to do. So they're just hanging out the all the time. And the Nicole Kidman's like, our, my friend, our friendship means so much to me. It's like, wh- when did you become friends? Why are you friends? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have in common? <laughs> also, how old is Nicole Kidman supposed to be in this movie? Because I think she must be in her 40s. Yeah. She's like uh, anywhere from 25 to 45. Yeah. yeah. No she's clue. Definitely in her 40s. Yeah. Like definitely an 40s, older woman. Yeah. And he's like just out of high school or just in college. Just, he he got yeah, kicked out of college. He just got, got kicked, kicked out. out. So, so he's he emptied 20. the pool. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's 19, 18. 20. Yeah. <laughs> right. He just turned 18. <laughs> and oh they're, they're lying on the beach and Zach Efron is sort of like, he's a little jealous and probably, you know, traumatized by all the stuff he's seen so he far. He threw up and Nicole Kidman looks at him and says, you want me to blow you, don't you? <laughs> I'm not going to blow a friendship over a stupid little blow job. As oh, if to why? say, if not had, blow a yeah. friendship. <laughs> <laughs> if we were not friends, I would for sure blow you. But Which because, I think is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she does fuck a lot of other people yeah. in this movie. And then um, she's like, go, geez, you see those women over there? That one will blow you. <laughs> yeah. That one in the blue will blow you. A lot of talk about blowing in this yeah. scene. And when, then this is the moment right here though that I know that this the person who wrote this who wrote this movie. I don't know. It's Whoever Lee, wrote this movie. It's Lee, it's Lee Daniels. Daniels. Lee yeah. Daniels wrote it. Daniels. He wrote With... it to jerk off to it. Because yeah. the idea that it's always this idea of like, okay, there's a woman, she's older, so therefore she says everything I'm thinking. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. She just comes out and says it. She's like, you're. Lo- I'm looking at you. Like, you want me to blow you right now? And you're like, yeah. no one ever says that stuff. <laughs> That's insane. But the idea, it's so hot to think like a woman just comes up to you and you're like, yeah. I want, you want me to blow you right now? And you're like, exactly what I'm thinking. I have a question. And I actually don't know the answer to this, but I think I know the answer to this. But Lee Daniels is gay, isn't he? I do not know. Puts an interesting perspective on all of this. Yeah, that would change things. <laughs> but I think he is, and it also makes a lot of sense that Zac Efron is truly like the eye candy of the movie. Like Definitely. Nicole Kidman's right. there being eye candy, but like it is Zac Efron's like yeah. movie as the body. That's true. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Lee Daniels is gay. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you so know he the wants idea... to be Nicole Kidman. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. So it's, wow, it that makes works a lot in the reverse. Is, as yeah, well. yeah. 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 <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, that definitely changes. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really change all that. No, much the movie. Yeah, I think it makes, <laughs> think it makes horny, a lot more right? sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie it's actually makes more sense. Yeah, it's yeah. horny in a way. It's like this is overt. Yes, in ways that like the subtlety might like. like mm-hmm. Yeah, a woman yeah. might have played it a little closer to the vest. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and it also well, it does make sense that yeah, you like you said, uh, Pat keen that um zach efron is very much like mm-hmm. the, the honeypot of the movie like absolutely the, yeah um yeah. and so he gets a little annoyed with nicole kidman because she won't blow him and she and he's she's pressuring him to go talk to girls that he doesn't want to go talk to so he goes and dives into the ocean he says, fuck you mm-hmm. <laughs> to her face <laughs> says fuck you <laughs> so i love when like a character makes a bold choice like yeah. just really getting in someone's face they like Fuck you. I mean, this is this is Disney Zac Efron saying yeah. this. That's probably you know probably had more weight in in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, but he jumps into the 
ocean and then immediately gets stung by like 45 jellyfish <laughs> the the the, the shots of him being somebody of it is so funny it is so it is bad like, that is like so bad fucked up doing that is like that is the worst possible visual choice of the movie in a movie of wild visual choices <laughs> jellyfish yeah. looks so bad it looks well, it's like, like they, they shot b-roll of efron writhing around in water yeah. and then took that home and they were like all right so does anyone know how to animate and then they just like got getty images of fucking yeah, jellyfish, jellyfish. just like pasted put them 45 on in there because it's the just shot. like yeah and it's him writhing around in like sort of a medium shot and then right in the foreground there's just like a jellyfish floating like it's like it's, it's also like, like he's CGI. being attacked by a shark yeah, yeah. like that's it not how so insane have you guys been stung by jellyfish before yeah i have yeah we all have it doesn't <laughs> it, it happen like that yeah yeah, you no, could, like that. <laughs> yeah yeah he's like writhing around like he's being like they're holding him down yeah like they're underwater. holding him down no, no, stop it it's <laughs> It's crazy. It's so, so then, long, too. I know. So, like, so like, many Swim scenes. away, bro. You're yeah, a swimmer. Swim. What are you doing? <laughs> this so is there. Go a different direction. <laughs> they're they're literally a bee, but they don't move that yeah, fast. Yeah, just swim to shore. Get out float. of the water. <laughs> it's so wild. It's so wrecked. He is wrecked. He's so he's stung all out. over his body and then sort of washes up on the shore. Mm-hmm. And the, the group of... Uh, girls who Nicole Kidman was like, go talk to them. They come over and they're like, oh no, he's been stung by jellyfish. What do we do? We have to pee on him. (laughs) And this drives Nicole Kidman wild. And she runs up and says the line, if anybody's going to pee on him, it's going to be me. The quickness by which those girls go to like, we're going to pee on the stranger is pretty wild but they say they say something too they're like this is going to be awkward something else will be real awkward <laughs> <laughs> and the cool woman doesn't just say that too right she's like he only likes me pissing on him yeah. or something he doesn't like strangers pissing on him yeah no, exactly. piss on it. i want to piss on him yeah. <laughs> and then it's another mo- another scene where like nothing is implied you're just gonna fully fucking see it she hikes yeah, her fucking panties tell. over and you just see him just get just, like, drenched in yeah for like too long and just it's going all way, over his chest it's crazy they make it a point to say like he was pissed his face you know yeah, yeah. Like, they say his like genitals they say like his his body his genitals his face <laughs> It's like, like I don't okay. even think the jellyfish stung his genitals. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a suit. Oh, they did. <laughs> and because he was stung, he was erect when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like fully like, Lee Daniels describing in voiceover his weird perver- sex yeah. fantasies. Um, it is so crazy that they go out of their way to say his face and his genitals <laughs> yes. got pissed on. It's in the newspaper. They put oh, it in the yeah. newspaper. <laughs> Yes, so Scott Glenn, his father, prints oh it, God. and then they say it, it got picked up by AP and it went national. <laughs> so national news! National. National, national news that a guy gets pissed on. The oh guy God. got his face and genitals pissed on his national news. The AP. Um, the AP yeah. reported his story. So Florida youth gets pissed on after. Nothing else is going like, on. 69. Like, Dad, how dare you use like my story to promote your paper? And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
But it's all about getting Efron really heightened emotionally because he mm. gets really, really angry at David Ayelowo, who's making fun of him, and they get into a fist fight, and mm. Efron just fucks this dude up. Efron's <laughs> kicking this guy's ass, and then when the fight gets separated, this was when, in anger, he drops the N-word and then spins around and sees Macy Gray there, and Macy Gray, Gray is clearly hurt from this, this, this guy who you know, she cares about using the word. Immediately um, then says he didn't mean to say it. I know. Yeah, yeah, it. it was just it's a, that the, time. the white apology stuff that's going on in this movie is uh, it's, yeah. it's it's weird so, though because Lee Daniels is also black. Nauseating. Yeah, you know, it's made by a black guy. So mm-hmm. I, I, it's I, also I, weird that the whole thing is about all these like racist uh, sheriffs and everything, and Hillary's white. And his John yeah. Cusack. It's like weird. Yeah. So he's gonna try to put this white guy in jail. <laughs> and also when they show the 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 racist cop in the beginning, he's like, everyone knew he was racist. They show that by him breaking up two white people having sex in a car. <laughs> yeah. I don't see they kind of like, yeah, they kind of pull the punch there, which is interesting because they don't pull any other punch in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, this is not a movie that is doing any of it that. It is crazy to see what, what they sh- decide to show and what yeah. they decide not to show because those seem in like diametric opposites. Yeah. I know. It's, We're not going to yeah. see this guy be racist. Yeah. We're not going to see sex between Nicole Kidman and Zac Efron. Which we're all looking but for. Do you want a full three-minute rape scene? Because we'll give you <laughs> yeah. that. Oh yeah, we'll we'll do that, Yikes. and it'll be very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then we see McConaughey go see Cusack alone, and there's just you know there's a lot of sexual tension there because McConaughey mm-hmm. is clearly he's he's aroused by this guy. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Cusack says he couldn't have murdered the 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 Bull Connor sheriff because he was busy stealing sod from a golf course. So he has an alibi, but you know he needs the the his uncle who he was with to uh, like confirm it. But the uncle doesn't want to do it because it would like be admitting to a different crime. Blah 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 blah. So then McConaughey and Efron go out to visit the uncle, and McConaughey sort of slightly shames Efron for for using the N word. Um, and then we get a really fun scene of McConaughey and Zac Efron trekking through the Everglades and McConaughey's doing it in like loafers and khakis and it's just like <laughs> loses his shoes in the mud. Um, and then, it's you know, a snake. Zac yeah. Efron jumps. <laughs> and, and then we get a little bit of insight into their psychology, you know, because Zac Efron's like, you ever think about mama? And it's just like, oh, these guys have abandonment issues. That's mm-hmm. okay. There is such um, a weird moment here that I rewound to be like, wait, I think I missed something where Matthew McConaughey starts to tell a story about yes. the first time he had sex and maybe like with a woman, but or it's like he's like, I didn't have sex until and then he's like, Well, that's a never story mind. For a different time. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the implication is that maybe he just didn't want to tell me he was gay in that moment. I think that's what it that's is. That's yeah. what I got out of it. It's yeah. such a weird There are little moment. hints of him like, I don't know why he likes Yardley so much. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, but they have that like nice little moment in the swamp. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's like a brotherly bonding moment. And then they get to meet um, Hillary's uncle, who is just like a weird, got like a weird deliverance style mm-hmm. family. And he's like, well, as he's talking to them, he's just like gutting a gator. And it's like a very like, this guy is a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. Is this the part where his wife 
comes into the scene in the shop for like a second and she's mm-hmm. fully bare chested with yes. gigantic yes. tits. Yes. <laughs> just huge. And I'm just like, wait, wait, what was that? Who was that it's like <laughs> it's almost like an airplane, the movie airplane, yeah. where the chaos and then all of a sudden boobs just come in front of camera for a second for no reason. It's like the same exact thing. And it's like, who it is, is like, absolutely wait, what? Just like a yeah. topless chest There's floats into no frame reason and out. for it. There's absolutely no reason. <laughs> But they really try to do this deliverance thing for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And there's like, you know, there's a lot of kids and they're, you know, some weird looking, yeah. weird looking freaks. Is <laughs> yeah. that guy um, like throws up the alligators yeah. being open and he's yeah. like, oh, oh, I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> he throws up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. This kid's just stomach. got a weak stomach. Um, yeah. The wrong so, movie for him to be in. Yeah. Exactly. Then. The next scene, so they go, they get back home. They go back to the the motel where they where McConaughey is staying, um, and Zach Efron, because they were in the mud, and he he puts on Yardley's clothes, which then Yardley gets mad about and is like, "Take off my clothes!" And this is just another excuse for Zach Efron to just strip down naked and walk off in his underwear. He that scene opens with him being like so pissed at Matthew McConaughey. He's like, why'd you leave me there? And I'm like, yeah. we never explain why he left him there. I guess <laughs> yeah, the idea is like he's he so said, into there's this line where he's like, you're too into this case, which is such a I love <laughs> such a classic crime drama line. Yeah. Like it's this case is taking over your mind, man. It's like no one is too into this case. <laughs> no, yeah. no one's into anything. No one cares about the case. <laughs> No, yeah, no one has done any work on this case. Everyone's You're just jerking this off. Case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just an excuse for Zac Efron because he stands up and then strips mm-hmm. naked right there. And and like, storms no, off. It. It. No, don't do it. Yeah. Don't take off all your clothes and fight. No. Yeah. <laughs> don't fight over me because like the implication is Yardley and her had just slept together. Yeah. They yes. Just slept. Yeah. yeah. So Yardley, yeah, Yardley and Nicole Kidman had been off doing some other research on a case, but again, not doing. Which basically, any had to explain research. specifically. Yeah, that was like voiceover. Here's or why these two people are in this car. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then he's angry at Nicole Kidman because she fucked Yardley. Yardley. So he's sulking out in the rain, and then Nicole Kidman comes out to like comfort him. And they, what I learned later is this was an improvised dance sequence. Oh no! So this is like the the actors showing, and they have this like dancing in the rain, which um, it's so crazy, and it's just to get him in his white briefs like in the rain. Yeah, one hundred percent. Fully just get Efron in the rain, soaking wet. Yeah, um, and I then mean, also there the little bit. Sorry, this is a little bit before when they're talking in that scene. Is like they went to go fuck, and then he comes back and he's like, "Oh yeah, we confirmed it with like this building guy that like yeah they did sell them the sod from the golf course." And Matthew kind of is like, "Really? How'd you figure that out?" And he's like, "Uh, you know, building permits." And the whole thing is like, it's like, "Oh, this is all a lie. They all know it's a lie." But like no one really cares or like they're not going to like follow through on it they're kind of just like yeah fuck it like okay let's go I is think... the implication that there were no he didn't find any information yeah the yeah. implication i think from the movie is that nicole came and fucked him and was like just tell him you like yeah the right permit and i'll yeah. fuck you <laughs> yeah and i think well that they didn't McConaughey doesn't trust him and that's why he mm-hmm. goes to investigate later on in the movie mm, and right, that's why okay. he's at that bar and you mm. know what happens to him yes, yes, yes. Um, another which scene we'll, we'll yeah. get to. but I do uh, feel like a lot of the movies improvised it has strong improv for sure yeah. it feels like an episode of Curb yeah totally <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the line will be like building permits and McConaughey was like wow building permits <laughs> <laughs> a lot of yesing going on <laughs> just yeah. like building permits wow building permits <laughs> 
Yeah, building permits. Okay, right. building permits. Building permits. Good. And after after the scene of them dancing in the rain, Zac Efron goes in to apologize to Macy Gray for using the N word, but he's still fully naked and still soaking wet. <laughs> Yes. How many scenes can we keep Zac Efron from wearing clothes? Mm-hmm. Um, so then it turns out Scott Glenn is getting married to the racist uh, woman from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and then McConaughey doesn't believe what Yardley said, so he goes out to investigate on his own with Nicole Kidman and Zac Efron. Oh, and there's also a scene in here somewhere of Zac Efron giving Nicole Kidman his mother's wedding ring. Oh yeah, it's just like well, yeah, because there's a scene of him holding it, and then he loses it, finds right. out that somehow it was given to this new stepwoman, mm-hmm. stepmother. He takes it from her and then gives it to Nicole Kidman in this next yeah. scene. Wild, yeah. So <laughs> pointless, yeah, pointless. Po- pointless. This relationship with his mother, which is barely explained yeah uh why he has her wedding ring and that's like he's like this is the only thing yeah, i have of all her. i have left <laughs> immediately gives it away <laughs> and it's also like the mom isn't dead which we also learned right. only in voiceover at the very yeah. end of the movie she's, she's, she's like, not dead she's fine he yeah. was in, she's in alabama yeah. or something he was a yeah. great novelist and he did end up seeing his mother again <laughs> Um, okay, so they go out into a bar. McConaughey sort of making eyes with these two guys from across the bar. Um, these two black guys, and it's you know, and 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 Nicole Kidman's like, stop staring at them. You're gonna you know get in trouble. You're gonna mm-hmm. get into a fight or whatever. But a anyway. great girl group performance is happening. Oh yes, oh, yeah. The fucking Supremes really are like in the corner, oh. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yes, this I was the implication that this was a gay bar or 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 just like a cool hip bar because it's I think like it was black people like and a, white people are like yeah, together like a and black it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I think so yeah I think that is that's probably she's like this is maybe not safe to for you to like be staring at be this staring dude. yeah like fully yeah, like you know slightly menacing but also mm-hmm. like it's very clear McConaughey is just like trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where Zac Efron gives Nicole the Kidman the wedding ring, and she's just like, I'll hold it for you till you want it back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we cut to a scene of of Efron lying in his bed. <laughs> Nicole Kidman runs to the door, knocks on the door, and says, something's happening in Ward's room. Wait, Ward right being before McConaughey. this, though, there is also, he is sort of, there's sort of like flashes of visions, and some of them are like Zac Efron's dream, but one is like the man that uh matthew mcconaughey was making eyes with right. being like oh you yeah. want to be fucked like a piggy or oh, whatever yeah. like a white piggy i'm gonna fuck you up i forgot <laughs> like about over that the bathtub yeah and, like, yeah, like, and it's like it's the way it's shot or the way it's edited in it's like almost feels like it's zach efron's dream but it's like it's clearly... the same editing style <laughs> as from the cross dissolves before with nicole yeah. kidman in the wedding dress yeah um, yeah, and then there's like fully deliverance style dialogue, mm-hmm. and something's <laughs> happening in Ward's room, McConaughey, mm-hmm. and which like how did she know? I don't know. It's like she's in a pink nighty. She's in a pink yeah. nighty. She was just walking by Ward's like, room. I'm just doing my late night walk, <laughs> checking out all the rooms. <laughs> What's going on here? Okay, I'm just yeah doing my my midnight circle. Um, <laughs> was that so, this or there's a scene where someone was looking into a room for a long time? <laughs> 
okay, maybe I mean, they do look into this room. They yeah, run to McConaughey's room and they look in because the despite what's happening inside the room, the curtains are open <laughs> and the lights are on. Huge mistake for those people yeah. inside the room. So here's what curtain. we see. And they're just like, yep. <laughs> they're chilling. So McConaughey is n- stripped naked and has been hogtied. Mm-hmm. Uh hands behind his back one of the men in there is fully clothed and one of them is in like boxers and mcconaughey's face is like beat to shit his like legs are up and also like shackled yeah Yeah, he's tied up he's fully hogtied and and he's like beat to shit bleeding really bad zach efron is like "Ah," freaking out freaking out he punches through the glass window opens the door (laughs) And I don't know exactly what happens, but I do know that the, the guy who's just in his boxer briefs just like very genteely strolls out <laughs> strolls of the room out. and away. Just, and like, it's like, like, just watches him go yeah. down the stairs. It's like, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is the South in the 60s and this just big black dude's walking away fully naked. And it's just like, that can't be safe for you. Yeah. Um, and then Zac Efron has like a, um, a fight with the other guy and mm-hmm. the line I wrote down from this scene is like he bends over over his brother who's like been beaten up, presumably mm-hmm. raped, or know you know it's, un- it's unclear know how consensual. <laughs> and what Zach Efron can think to say is, "What's the plastic for? <laughs> what is the plastic? What that is the plastic is for?" So iconic. It, that is what is the plastic? I saw for? this movie for the first time. My roommate and I could not stop saying that line for two years. <laughs> What is the plastic for? <laughs> <laughs> and the sad part about it is I don't think Zach Efron ever finds out. <laughs> uh, that, that's an improv line. Why yeah. is your plastic? Why, Why is, is your plastic? Yeah. plastic? Yeah. It's like the man is, there's, he's lying on a big sheet of plastic, big plastic stuff, there's blood everywhere. The fuck do you think the plastic? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and why is that the detail Why'd... you're focusing on? You just, you probably didn't, you maybe had an inkling, but you probably didn't know your brother was gay. You certainly didn't think he was like into this shit. And that is what you are concerned about. Yeah. That is the one thing that has really got you questioning the reality of this moment. What, what? is the plastic for? What is the plastic it's for? It's so insane. Um, it is so funny. I, is that line written or was that improvised by Zac Efron? You know, <laughs> it's gotta see, be. Here, one of the famous Hollywood stories is that. There's a line in the film, in the Taxi Driver script, that says, Travis looks in the mirror. And Robert De Niro, you talking to me, one of the most iconic movie scenes. And I'm sure this is a very similar and equally important moment in history where I'm sure it was just like, Jack comforts his brother. (laughs) And Efron Efron brought to the character, what is the plastic plastic for? Why is there plastic? (laughs) It is so bananas. It is the most, it's the craziest that, like, I watching that scene, even with how insane this movie is, I never thought it would get to Matthew McConaughey, Tog Hyde, and fucked up on a sheet of plastic in a hotel room and then so that's already so insane he smashes through the window so insane it's so chaotic and then for him to deliver that (laughs) line you're just like wow bravo (laughs) cherry on top and audience 
for those who haven't seen it, we're still only at like minute 50 in this movie. Yeah. yeah. And this is like peak number three. Yeah. And we're just like, how how could it possibly, how are we still like under an hour into yeah. this movie? Um, just and this, I mean, this literally has nothing to do with the plot of the movie. No. Right? It has nothing to do no. with. The, the most of the action of the movie it's like just this thing about Matthew McConaughey's character yeah and I still don't know like how much of this <laughs> what the plastic's for is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. yeah no I mean it's it's truly a an iconic scene in mm-hmm. cinema um mm-hmm. And it leads to, they take Ward to the hospital, then Nicole Kidman and Zac Efron uh, go back to his bedroom, and he's clearly traumatized. He, you know, he sort of just confirmed his brother was gay, but also his brother's, like, deeply injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- and it happens yeah. again. It happens again where she says what he's thinking, mm-hmm. this whole thing. And he, she turns to him and says, okay, just this once. Yeah. <laughs> And, this... and immediately he brightens up. Yeah. He's like, he's so happy. He's, he's so just like, happy. forget it. I don't he care. He just dropped his brother off at the hospital. Yeah, his They're brother back is severely at the same hotel up. where this all this yeah. happened. They're like two rooms down. <laughs> They're two rooms down from where his brother was fucked up, unconscious, and Hawk died. And yeah, uh, there should be police sirens. There should be like yeah. lights flashing. Yeah. Also, in this scene, I mean, weird in like, innocent detail but we, we learned that nicole kidman has been wearing a wig the whole time she oh, like takes that. off her wig that's yeah, like a she's great, like i gotta go when she says at one point too she's like i gotta go back to the salon my wig's acting all yeah. funny <laughs> <laughs> and then we get them fucking or they start to make out they start to initiate and then we get macy gray's mm. voice coming back in she was his mama his high school sweetheart <laughs> and his wife <laughs> so it's like it's really really good voiceover mm-hmm. and also just anywho i think y'all seen enough <laughs> it's like no i think y'all have seen enough this is the one part i want to see yeah, yeah it's like really 30 seconds ago we were watching mcconaughey get like yeah. beat to shit and his fucked ass like a fully piggy. out and this is where you're drawing the line yeah. of like yeah. it's like is... we saw enough 40 minutes ago and you're like, like weird weird fucked up stuff they do in bed yeah, <laughs> yeah pissing sure. on him and like mm-hmm. <laughs> or even just if it was a straight like vanilla love scene like give yeah. it to us like yeah. why are you denying us this like the two hot leads of this movie <laughs> fucking this is like the horniest movie ever, and this is where you're drawing the line. It's yeah. insane choice. Fucked but... up shit only. <laughs> yeah. That's what the movie says. <laughs> and it's uh and then we get more voiceover about Jack wasn't upset that his brother was a homosexual, mm. or and I quote, or the dark stuff he was into. <laughs> Jesus. And is that does that mean to imply that all of that in the hotel room was like consensual stuff? I think for sure it was because that's the whole thing, right? He's like, right. he's like, you want me to fuck you up, and then also from Macy Gray being like, you like the bad people, the or whatever, stuff, yeah. the rough people. 
So I think it's like consensual, but got taken a little too far. Mm-hmm. And is that why they're like comfortable with just leaving the room? Because they're like, yeah, I guess they're just yeah, like, the like he asked us to do that. <laughs> it's like this guy's crazy. I don't the know. The way that guy walks <laughs> out of the, the room. Over from here? <laughs> I understand everything else, but why the plastic? <laughs> yeah, that guy pops his head back in. He's just like, um, once you guys get this all sorted, I will come back for my plastic. <laughs> Is my pla- I can have my plastic bag. I, I have yeah. to return it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I gotta take it back to Lowe's. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not too dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and this is where I feel like this, you know, or the dark stuff he was into. Like this is where there's sort of a shift in tone. I think of the movie from like a more fun camp to just like this gets really dark and violent in the last like maybe 30 minutes, 25 minutes of this movie. Yeah, darkness. Um, so the yeah. only thing that upset him is that he didn't tell him. He was just upset that his brother didn't tell him that he was gay and into the dark stuff. The implication is McConaughey is is into like rough play because he is self-loathing and like as maybe either a gay man or also like a racist who who like likes black men. And that is like part of the reason he is he's like a self-loather mm-hmm. and like likes this angry the mean the beating up of the face etc yeah. yeah 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 um just a whole that's a whole film yeah yeah well, there's a scene <laughs> no, it's I, like a so weird subplot that in this is movie that is like a so... that is a lot to tackle <laughs> and it's kind of just lightly brushed over there's like, a scene with yardley like, where toward the end where he really sort of lays that out well yeah, yeah. so let's look we're about to get there so very okay, quickly okay, okay. after this after they cut away from the sex scene there's a scene where efron is like begging nicole kidman to stay and like they can be together and nicole kidman's like no i'm going home and i think mm-hmm she might even be done with everything. She's done with uh, Yardley. She's done with Hillary. She's done with Efron. She just like wants to go home and like mm-hmm. have her life together. And so when McConaughey's in the hospital, Efron hears that Yardley is like basically going to print falsehoods about the case because mm-hmm. they want to have this big, you know, journalistic coup of like oh look at us we got this innocent man out of jail and like win a pulsler so he's basically going to make up stuff and in doing and when zach efron goes to confront him at the miami herald office be like don't make up stuff like my brother you know has journalistic integrity and that's like not what he would want (laughs) then we get like seven different reveals in the span of like 30 (laughs) seconds (laughs) yeah huge reveals so yardley is basically just like quit Get you know, quick getting on my case, boy. Drops and the after, accent. Drops the yeah. accent. Yeah, and picks up another big accent. Right. Yeah. So after <laughs> this whole time, up. he's been British. We learned that Yardley has been faking British to be less threatening to white people, and he's like, also, I got drunk once and let Ward suck my dick, <laughs> <laughs> and like gave him the taste. Or something, yeah. and it's just like, and, he and he's like, yeah, he's like, that's yeah. why he hates, that's why he hates himself, and we're just like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, and he prints the story, and this is also said in just in voiceover, the story was printed, and then the governor pardoned Hillary <laughs> because of like one piece in the Miami Herald, the governor pardoned this convicted murderer on death row. Uh, no no new trial needs to happen yeah. just their evidence is like all hearsay of like being like and then we talked to an anonymous source who says <laughs> yeah. he did see him not near the crime 
You can yeah. just take him off death row. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. let him go. Yeah. But he Yeah, they he, let him go. Yeah, insane. What a like and he is a convicted fucking killer. And <laughs> the governor just like lets him go based on no evidence. Um and then there is like this is like maybe the worst scene in the movie because Nicole Kidman yes. is sitting at home. There's a knock on her door. Oh my god! The the real quick the that part is crazy when she's like screaming at that black woman who lives oh, at yeah. her door. Answer Please. the door. Like, Answer yeah. the door, you bitch. <laughs> like bitch, presumably it's our bitch. And, and she this takes is just her, her roommate. Sweet time with <laughs> I it. I don't know. She takes like her so long. Yeah, colleague. I have no idea. Yeah, it takes so long. I, she takes her sweet time to answer that door. They I'm do like, not. What tell is you, the point of this? Yeah. They do not tell you what their relationship <laughs> is. There's sort of no way to figure it out. They're like roommates for sure. Yeah, it's a dark bitch. <laughs> so she eventually she answers the door. It's Cusack. Cusack grabs this poor woman, kicks her, and locks her out of her house. And then there's just like this really long. Well, she says, a "Do you want me to call scene. the cops?" Yeah, <laughs> she's and like, there's no answer. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. "All right, I'm out of here. I'll go for a walk." <laughs> well, you and your prison husband yeah. get acquainted. It's also and- so crazy because I don't. I feel like there's something missing where it's like, when did Nicole Kidman get over Hillary, or is it just that she just likes her men in prison? But she's trying the whole movie to get him out of prison, and when he shows up, all of a sudden she's like, very like. Oh, I didn't want this. So I think the implication is, and she mentions this previously, is like, because she talks about she wants the men that she's into to be like, like desperate and Mm. like, and like so repressed. She doesn't Mm -hmm. mention like he's sexually repressed. And she's like, she likes it like that. Mm -hmm. She likes that. Like these men can't get anything. I feel like there is an element of like talking to a man in prison who's like, has nothing left. And you would kind of be that savior, but then he's out. But she's like, working well, so hard thing. to get him out of prison. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it feels like it's fantasy. Their relationship you know? is so strange. It's so strange. She mentions at one point when, about talking about Matthew McConaughey. She's like, "I understand because I have a darkness in me too. We're the same." Right. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like the like, thing where it's it? like when the fantasy becomes reality, mm-hmm. it's like you realize it's not what you wanted. Totally. And then this fantasy became a whole lot of reality for her yeah. because it's just yeah. like sweaty, sweaty Cusack. Um, and yeah, there's just this like Awful. rape scene that like, yeah. you know, it's We're seeing it's, a lot of like John Cusack's ass. Yeah. And also he up. he eats ass at some point. It's yeah, like non-consensual ass. Non-consensual ass eating. Ass. <laughs> Which is like I didn't even know that eating ass existed in the sixties. Like <laughs> Okay, Matt. <laughs> I thought that the sixties. I thought I'm that sure they were doing that. Lena Dunham yeah. invented that for that yeah. episode of Girls. Um, but yeah, non consensual ass eating. Yeah. Is this is this movie in a nutshell? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that pretty much sums up. Longest, I think it's the longest it's so sexual scene in the long. whole film. It is mm-hmm. the worst one. Mm-hmm. And it's this awful. is when after watching this scene, I got even more mad that they cut away from the Efron Nicole 100%. Kidman scene because it's yeah. just like, how are you going to fade to black and then force us to watch this? And it has all the same like weird cross dissolves of like he's like eating her ass and then he's like fucking her this way really <laughs> violently. And it's just like all these weird like quote unquote artistic editing choices in this just endless so rape scene endless. endless desperate for like loving a loving relationship yeah <laughs> it's, it's like all i want is to see two people who care about each other i know <laughs> <It's so sick. laughs> 
<laughs> and it's even like weirder to, you know, having seen a lot of Cusack movies, it's just like, this is not the Cusack we know. Oh, what, yeah. What, this is, you know, no horrifying. He's real um, like serial killer grunged out. Yeah. Crazy man. Yeah. Um, so then about. when the scene finally thankfully comes to an end Cusack brings her to the swamp and she's like oh I don't think I'll like to live your weird yeah, deliverance like, lifestyle like I'd rather live here where yeah. I live now like, yeah where I have electricity and a roommate <laughs> yeah and my cool roommate that I yell at um so Efron then goes to McConaughey, who has been out of the hospital, and we see his life is a little bit in shambles. He's lost an eye. You know, his 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 face is all fucked up. He's got his apartment is strewn with liquor bottles and dildos. It smells <laughs> like, like piss. And smells like piss. And he's just got, uh, you know, he's racked with guilt about, I think... You know, obviously his stuff in his personal life, but then he's also like racked with guilt about like his journalistic integrity because he's the case, man. Yeah, the case. case. He cares (laughs) too much about the case. He cares too much about the case. case. And he, you know, he this guy got out of jail on on a lie, basically. Um, But Zac Efron, good brother. He's like, I love you. I'm here to clean you up and bring you to dad's wedding. (laughs) Throw on your best suit and your eye patch and let's go. And so um, now at the wedding, uh, Efron has like an emotional exchange with Macy Gray because Macy Gray is in the back working in the kitchen because mm-hmm. she has since been let go by the mean, racist New York northerner. Who we also um, see like telling this like black woman to smile in yes. the wedding thing. She's like, smile, smile. Oh, <laughs> it's like so awful. Yeah. She's like as a represent as reprehensible as most of the other characters in yes. this movie. Like yeah. maybe Cusack has like a slight edge, but like barely. <laughs> no, she's they really the heel. try to push she's her. The heel yeah. Push yeah. She's totally. yeah, she, you, she's you're supposed to like the... feel for even John Cusack. You're supposed to be like, oh, yeah. well, poor guy. <laughs> like, yeah, with her, it's like with her, it's like this guy. This woman's nothing. awful. Yeah, yeah. So Macy Gray also in this scene gives Efron a letter that Nicole Kidman had written. And we sort of see a flashback of Nicole Kidman writing this letter and like surreptitiously, through surreptitious ways, getting it to Oh my God, that scene. The scene with her talking to the other woman who's like- (laughs) The other swamp wife. Yeah, she's like- You're gonna adopt one of those? You're gonna adopt them. I got three of them, you can adopt them. She's like, I don't want no chicken. It's like her swamp life with the other swamp yeah. wife is so insane. And, and she's like, come oh, on, Charles, man. this is not like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you acting so weird today? Why are so the weird? Yeah. No, yeah, normally you'd, have, you'd love these chickens. Yeah, you'd love to adopt them. Something's wrong. Are you on your <laughs> monthly? Um, <laughs> it's Yeah, it's weird. And then basically the letter says, Zach, buddy, I made a terrible mistake. I do not like living in this swamp. And so fucking Efron saddles up and he's like, get get your shit together, McConaughey. We're going to the swamp to it rescue my lady. I know John Cusack's character. I know Hillary loves me. Yep. He's just got a weird way of showing it. He's oh, like, yes. Insane. He does it in his own way. <laughs> yeah, he does it in his own way. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a way. It's mm-hmm. a strong way. Mm-hmm. Um, So... Efron and McConaughey head out to the swamp to rescue Nicole Kidman. And then basically from here to the end of the movie, as weird as the editing has been so far, it just gets even more weird. I have one more thing to say also in the terms of this movie was probably half improvised. 
when they're on the boat going to the swamp, there's a yes. lot of funny dialogue. And he's yeah. like, you look like a pirate. Give me an R right now. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no way that was written. Yeah, that's definitely like, sit down. Don't stand up on the boat. You're drunk. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, they're like embracing. Yeah, they're like point. hugging. Uh, it's like yeah. they just put them on that boat and they're like, just, just like, go. just go back and forth and do yeah, all just, kinds of weird you know, stuff. Do a bunch of yeah. different stuff. Use your <laughs> genius. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nicole Kidman's over here fully method, just being like humping the craft service table. <laughs> this movie is so good. Mm -hmm. um, so they head out to the swamp. And there's just like jump cuts and like <laughs> weird dissolves and weird fades and like flash forward, flash back, all this stuff. No sense of geography. Uh, yeah, no sense of time. <laughs> like That's they might have been out here for like, you yeah. You lose yourself. <laughs> uh, but we do get like a flashback, like... It's like a scene of John Cusack, but like the dialogue doesn't match up with what we're seeing. And we're hearing dialogue of John Cusack basically saying, I don't want you to go to the wedding. And Nicole Kidman's like, I want to go to Scott Glenn's wedding. Me and Scott Glenn got real close. <laughs> um, and then basically we see the aftermath, which is Nicole Kidman is dead. Cusack has killed her. Um and it's like her body's just sort of laid Puts her in a chair like, by the door, so that way mm -hmm. we know that she's mm -hmm. in the shot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Lee? Where's the most convenient place for this to stage? <laughs> right um, by the door. Here by the door. So then there's so Efron and McConaughey. They finally get there, and they're like, "We want to see her." And he's like, "She can't come out right now. <laughs> she, she's busy. She's not here. She <laughs> she's left. Not here. She left. Yeah. yeah. I don't All know these when lies. she left. She just left a while." He immediately they, figures it out. Yeah, yeah, he immediately figures it out. There's an immediate confrontation, and very quickly, Cusack sl slices McConaughey's throat with a machete. <laughs> just like almost immediately drunk McConaughey. Like, just what does like, he say? He's like, this is what you wanted or something. Something yeah. like that. Something crazy, and then just slowly slits his yeah. throat. Yeah. And I also love there's a part way earlier where they're like talking and he's like, you think that I'm the only person out here with the machete? Because yeah. that was like part of the evidence that initially yeah. got it. A lot of people got a <laughs> yeah. machete. I got blood all over all of my clothes. Yeah, that's the <laughs> no thing. No one ever tested the clothes. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, they got him because of his bloody shirt. He's just like, I'm a, I cunt, I mush, cunt gators. Every single shirt I own is covered in blood. <laughs> I don't get, I, 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 don't, I don't wash them every day. Yeah. I don't have someone to wash I don't have a wife. Oh, this guy's pot. poor. Oh, he's poor. Yeah, oh. and the implication oh. is part of the reason he likes Nicole Kidman is so she can wash his bloody Watch rags his bloody <laughs> um so then he kills mcconaughey efron sprints off into the woods mm -hmm. and we get you know i love it when they say the name of a movie mm -hmm. in the yeah. movie and paper we're boy. where you going paper boy you going, paper boy yeah and there's like a chase scene through the swamp boy <laughs> well i think he's like he he write they're journalists so they write for the paper so that paper boy oh paper boy okay yeah i also literally didn't know what paper boy meant um, <laughs> i thought it because the beginning he's delivering newspapers right yeah mm -hmm. yeah so you're like oh he's the newspaper he's, he's a lit, lit lit paper boy legit <laughs> yeah, like um, a video game <laughs> so this whole scene is like very slow it's like a very slow chase scene that's just like an extra 10 minutes of this that we don't need so and it's much. just like 
but like back and forth boating back and forth boating efron's in a tree at one point mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's like under a... the water for a but long because time. he's a swimmer yeah. he's right be under yeah the water for this is where time. the swimming comes this back is the only reason we even introduced that he's a swimmer yeah <laughs> uh so yeah cusack is in his boat looking for efron who's under the water we get random shots of gators and it's like wait is he about to be attacked by a gator and it's just like no these are just like tasteful like scene building shots of, of gators um, and then basically, Efron gives Cusack the slip, doubles back, gets the bodies of Nicole Kidman and McConaughey, throws them in his boat, and then takes them off. And uh, this is when I was watching it with Mary. Mary was just like, oh, you can see how angry Mc- McConaughey and Kidman are in the shot of them lying on the boat dead because you could just see their dead eyes and they're just like why am I in this movie <laughs> like what it's like gotten to that point where I'm like oh this was a mistake <laughs> yeah now you're just a body <laughs> yeah and like um can get someone else to do this shot like yeah <laughs> we really need to see a, their two bodies in a, a boat. body double yeah <laughs> someone just else just lie in the shot no lie down in this dirty boat um and then basically another big piece of plot just gets explained away in voiceover where macy gray's like and then cusack was tried convicted and put to death for the murders of them (laughs) no one ever found out who murdered bull connor the sheriff (laughs) jack becomes a writer and he never did get over his first true love credits credits (laughs) that's 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 the paper boy it's just like yeah and the scene that weird slow chase scene is 10 minutes and then every all like the denouement is packed into like voiceover in 30 seconds and then it's just credits (laughs) it's like oh my god that's the paperboy this movie is a classic all right i know Mm -hmm. we're we're a little stressed on time you know normally i cut these down to an hour this is one i'm just gonna let live at like two hours (laughs) i think that's important yeah (laughs) so maybe you can't there's a lot you can't talk about the paper boy in in, in an hour. All right, no, but first no. let's go let's go to some categories. First category is called I think this will be an easy one. It's called Q snack. This is where we decide is Cusack in this movie? Is he a snack? Absolutely not. No, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'd love to make a joke, but no. Yeah. <laughs> they made him as gross as they can make him. Yeah. Good He's for the, them. This yeah. is full Nick Cage. Yeah. Um. All right. Next category. It, is this one of the movies we think he likes? He's been quoted as saying, I've made 10 good films. I'm sure you know which ones they are. The ones that suck, I tend to blank out. It's like I've never made them. So we filled two slots with what we think he likes, being John Malkovich and Stand mm. By Me. Mm. Do we think the Paperboy gets one of those 10 slots? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I think I think overall he's like not proud of the movie. I could see him maybe being like, well, I gave it my all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's probably played so many nice guys in mm-hmm. his movies that he's just like, oh, I, you know, it was fun to play the villain. Then that's yeah. like, that's sort and of cool. His performance, like, isn't bad. It's like good. It's just like the movie's fucking insane. Yeah. None right. of the performances, I think, are bad. Yeah. Zach Efron. Maybe Zach Efron. Maybe bad. <laughs> yeah. He's maybe bad. <laughs> but everyone else is like fucking going for it. Yeah. Uh, I and that's. Think, yeah. The performances are there for sure. <laughs> All right. This will be a good one. This is a category or a segment called Coffee, Tea, Me. In honor of the woman who spoke those famous words in the movie Working Girl, Joan Cusack. Okay. If Joan Cusack was in this movie, 
Who would we cast her? Who? What part would we recast with Joan Cusack? I would love to see her in the Nicole Kidman role, but I feel like she could do... I feel like she could play Scott Glenn's wife, racist. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, the, the racist yeah. from New York. I Are think. there any other women other, there's another macy gray i don't think so it doesn't have to yeah, be just women it women. could be you know yeah, yeah I, I don't know what other because it's such a sexed up and like the sex roles are so like clear cut mm-hmm. it's like you can't really cast like david oyelowo with her either yeah the only other person need... you're playing is hillary himself <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be great yeah just give yeah. her real adam's family values kind yeah. of vibe. <laughs> All right, this is a segment that's a new segment to the, the podcast. It's called Q's Tweets. John Cusack is very active on Twitter, so I'm just going to read. I, I just searched for his handle and the words paperboy, and I looked what came up. And uh, Dave Vesco tweeted, you lasted far too long in the paperboy, to which John Cusack responded, I was the monster, smiley face. Was spelled W U Z D A for duh. I was the monster. Okay, I <laughs> am obsessed with that. I really <laughs> love that. I think he looks fondly back on the paper boy. Yeah, maybe he I likes the monster. I was the monster. Of course, I lasted. That long. <laughs> I like the movie. I was the monster. <laughs> I was the monster. Yeah. <laughs> He was well, the monster, and he gave like a monster performance. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was. It's just like out and out, He's just like totally there's... creepy. It's yeah. like he, where he yeah. does it, he, and there's yeah. no like redeeming like anything. It's like yeah, no redemption no. arc. He's full mon- de monster. <laughs> He's the <de> monster. The <laughs> <De> monster. <laughs> also, I think this is telling um, about how he thinks of the director because he, as someone else tweeted, or at Shauna May tweeted, "What made you take on the part in the Paperboy?" And Cusack tweeted, great book, crazy ass part. The way he tweets is insane. He is like, great book, dash, crazy ass part, dash, a devil, dash, Nicole Kidman, dash, wild director, dash, equals fun. I love that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta add pluses. pluses. Yeah. 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 It's just yeah. yeah. Great book that's minus <laughs> minus crazy part <laughs> equals fun. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, it's t- I think it is that. I think a lot. You probably had fun making this movie. Yeah, yeah I was I gonna say so. like going back to the ideas. Like, did they think they're making a good movie or not? Like Lee Daniels. I don't know what the answer to that question is. <laughs> but I think for most of those performers, and I would say probably not Zac Efron to be honest. But I think for Nicole Kidman and John Cusack. I think they probably did have a lot of fun making this movie. Yeah. yeah. It is just like they get to really let loose. Like they there's get to no be ham. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get to go ham. You get to play yeah. Demonsta. That's gotta I mean, be fun to be like, <laughs> hey, take it to a 10, but then go to 40. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's like, no, there is no. You're gonna fall room. on mime yeah. blow, blowing a guy. So <laughs> yeah. like you can you can go big if you want. You win an yeah. Oscar for playing Virginia Wolf now, mime a blowjob for <laughs> three minutes straight. He's like, finally. And I want to do it all day, every day. Yeah. (laughs) It is like, I don't know, coming off of Precious, like, that is a really crazy movie. And so, yeah, it is like Wild Director. You're like, Mm -hmm. oh, shit, this is a journey. Lee Daniels is an auteur. I think if anyone can, like, deserves that that tag, he he does. There Um, is, like, a sense of, like... 
the like melodrama like as a genre melodrama is like something that we like sort of see in film today but in a kind of like shitty way mm-hmm. but he is really giving you like that like over the top like a 40 out of 10 like melodrama yeah. like he's like wild nicholas <laughs> yeah. ray with all of the sex as visible as possible yeah. <laughs> um all right one more segment or a couple more segments. Let's go. This is uh, Tales from the Trivia page. I read the IMDb trivia. So uh, in, ni- in 2014, Nicole Kidman said that the only time she has gone method and stayed in character throughout the whole shoot was during this production. During the shoot, Kidman only communi- communicated to Cusack in her character, Charlotte, saying, I wanted to deal with him as the character and I wanted and have him deal with me as the character. It is just such Cusack a choice. Wasn't in character. Yeah, John Cusack's <laughs> just Cusack. <laughs> She just She's walks like, up Nicole, to John Nicole, Cusack stop. and is just like <laughs> miming a blowjob at him. It's like, yikes. Because <laughs> like, I'm the monster. I like this. <laughs> um, all that right. so wild that she did it's, that. I cannot believe that. I just love the it's fact insane. that this is the only one, yeah, too. The only After one. it, she was like, yeah, that didn't really work for me. But... <laughs> She's like, man, I was tired. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, never again. I, yeah. I, you can only mime so many blowjobs in a day. <laughs> um, all right. Nicole Kidman created the trashy look of the character Charlotte herself. As the budget lacked money for a makeup assistant, this is the first time Kidman did her own makeup on film. Which that is just so wild. <laughs> I love the, the budget for her. Yeah. For the main woman. Yeah, the star. <laughs> I also love that Nicole Kidman must have like this character. She's like doing her own makeup. She's fully method. She's like, this is the character that I'm fully going to embrace the most of my career. I, it makes me love this movie even more. I mean, she's like, Oh, she is really a wild like actor sometimes. Like she's worked with like Lars von Trier. She's worked with Stanley Kubrick. Like she is (laughs) someone who's like, I'm going to go there. Right. Yeah. But it's so funny that this is one of those. This is the one. (laughs) Yeah, she did her own makeup. I mean, <laughs> she looks trashed up as hell. I know but it works. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that that's like this, like the Florida woman is mm-hmm. like you've seen. Uh, what's that show? The HBO show or Showtime? The, oh, the the one with Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Oh, yes. on becoming a god in mm-hmm. Central Florida. He's like powerful Southern Florida mm-hmm. women who are like real trashy, but like also so hot and like mm-hmm. like you know. I feel like that's a that's a character that people want to play. Like that's fun. Yeah, yeah. You get to yeah. be like kind of wild and out there, and also yeah. have like a lot of power yeah. at the same time. I feel like it's like empowering to be that character. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd be into it. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's We'd a sex it. positive movie. One hundred percent. At the end of the day, for the most yeah. part. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely like it's a, positive. Yeah. It's there's positive that it's going to be sex in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Positively full of sex. Yeah, <laughs> it is definitely. It definitely relishes in all the sex. I think that Matthew McConaughey, what's with the plastic scene, uh, what's the plastic force scene, yeah. verges on being sex negative. But sure, I agree sure. that for the most part, it's a movie that relishes in sex and doesn't treat it like. Yeah, well, to be afraid of Nicole Kidman's sexuality is is celebrated. Uh, yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One more. One more. One more uh, fact. She is murdered about Nicole end. Kidman. <laughs> yeah. She is raped and murdered. Uh, yeah, that's herself, true. So that's how true. It is, but yeah. Uh, well, you but know, that was a bad thing that happened to her. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Yes. 
Like, you know, there are a lot of ideas in this movie. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a movie a lot of to ideas. Explore. <laughs> okay, one more fact from uh, the trivia page. Nicole Kidman has said, and now knowing what we know about how method she was, mm-hmm. this is interesting. Nicole Kidman has said that she will never reveal the amount of authenticity in the scene that features urine. <laughs> Nicole, the amount of no one cares. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I could Oprah being like, what? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, him? speaking of Oprah, Oprah did Winfrey turned down the part that him? went to Macy Gray. <gasps> Who did? No. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Can uh, you imagine her in the Macy Oh my role? God. Can you imagine no. like rolling Sexual around with naked Zach Zac Efron? Zac Efron? And Oprah. <laughs> Oprah on the ground, miming, masturbating. Yeah. Oh my god. I I, I could see how fast Oprah turned down this movie. Like, <laughs> like, she gets oh a script god. and she's like, absolutely. Yeah. Me. Page <laughs> page five. She's like, no thanks. Like you. Lee, you are out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> you even coming near that set. That's <laughs> serious. One last casting choice. Uh, Toby Maguire was cast as Ward, but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. And so oh, McConaughey picked it up. That's so different. That is very yeah. different. That would have been weirder. Yeah. Well, Toby reads more like queer to me. Yeah. So like having Matthew there as like this like grungier, older kind of person mm-hmm. feels like that turn is like just bigger. Whereas Toby, you're like, yeah, I see it. Was was <laughs> it a surprise? <laughs> Why does he like Yardley? Yeah, we all know. Yeah. <laughs> when when McConaughey, when it's like confirmed that McConaughey is gay in that scene, was that a did that come as a surprise, or were you like, well, he did like get a boner staring at Keys, or like had it been telegraphed enough that it wasn't that big of a reveal, or what was it shocking? I will say. It's so obviously telegraphed in the movie, but I think the first time I saw it, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a shocking image to see. I think it was just shocking because it was just like, what? I think, yeah, it seems like I was watching it and I was surprised, but yeah. like, because yeah. I, I thought, thought he was like trying to fight those guys. Like, I thought there was like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if I was paying fully attention. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the first film. time around, I didn't pick up on it, but it's so overtly telegraphed. Yeah. But even like the, yeah. that scene, I think the scene in the jail, like, I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, he's just so turned on by like the sexiness between the two characters. Yeah. And right. Not just like, just by John Cusack being a fucking psycho creep. My mind is like Coming. he's so into the case. He is watching his <laughs> watching this guy's moves. Is he telling the truth? Yeah. He's, he's like staring at him because he's case. like, I know her. I need to know this guy. <laughs> I don't know what's he about. Did he really murder? That's like he's he's into the case. He's too into the yeah. case. Yeah. He can't look away. But now I'm like, oh no, that's yeah. his at all. He was for sure. He's fully he's fully and gay and like fully really erect. Yeah, fully erect. <laughs> um. Well, normally. We're coming to the end. Normally, I do things I like, things I hate, things I think are weird, but I feel like we've really gone into this movie. So let's just oh like, boy. do we have any final thoughts? You know, we have to we have to go here. But anyone have any final thoughts or anything they didn't get to talk about that they want to? Because, I mean, I could literally could talk about this for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, me too. I will say I kind of already said this, but I 
think I really love this movie. Like, I think movies, you know, we see so many movies that are like truly could not be more boring, especially coming mm-hmm. out of like Hollywood and the Hollywood system that really are just like, what did I watch? Why did I spend like an hour and a half of my time or two and a half hours of my time watching this crap? And especially those like big award prestige movies. And this is a movie where it tr- it takes a lot, I think, to like shock or stun me. Like I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> it really is a stunning movie. Like it's shocking and it is just like, I you can't believe what you're watching. And I think in that sense like the movie is like a huge success for me it's like the grimiest most over the top insane thing that you can ever imagine like nicole kidman or john cusack or matthew mcconaughey like those that caliber of star being in so i love it and i just want everyone to watch it because i think I think when it came out, there was talk around that like pissing scene on with the jellyfish, and that was kind of the big thing. But then no one watched it. It was a huge bomb. And I'm like, I think y'all are missing out. Yeah. So it's my personal mission to get more people to watch this movie. Well, yeah, I'm I'm glad I rewatched it for sure. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, like, there are movies that you're like, uh like, is it good? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should you watch it? <laughs> yes. 100 yeah. percent and it also like there are like you said there's a lot of these like art sort of movies that are like i feel like it's like british it's all this like it's it's minimalist it's like all about like all the tension and like a hand touching mm-hmm. someone else's hand mm-hmm. we do that in like uh japanese stuff too but like florida <laughs> a florida in the 60s american movie is like this is balls to the wall like this is this <laughs> it's is maximalist we it's don't maximalist. we don't fuck around like this yeah. is you know yeah. we're in the swamp and it's mm. nasty and people are just like it's so hot that it makes people go crazy <laughs> yeah and it's just like yeah that movie embodies that feeling which totally. is you know not yeah. a not real feeling it's just very different from what the rest of hollywood probably wants to do so yeah also, i'm with you like you should watch it. Yeah. Also I feel about movies that are like, like the movie, like shame, which like when it came mm-hmm. out, people were like, what a crazy like thing to see. And it's like, no, like you watch yeah. the paper boy and you tell me. Yeah. What's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like not crazy, you know, over the past, you know, 20 years, uh, you know, with gay rights, trans rights, all this stuff. I think we've become a way more tolerant society, hopefully, but in like a weird way too, we've become a more like prude society. It's like we're more mm-hmm. open about people's individual sexuality, but also like sex is becoming more gross and more hidden. And like every, you know, people have talked about how sexless the Marvel movies are, and mm-hmm. they're just like completely devoid of any sexuality. And I think like that extends to a lot of movies today. So yeah. just in terms of a movie that is like, this is sex of all kinds yeah. in all of its forms <laughs> and we're showing it all except yeah. for the one part that's we're gonna <laughs> like we're gonna normal, say you see too nice, much sexy. yeah yeah there's like but, tweets people that, i mean twitter discourse is so rotted but like there are tweets that are like there's no reason for there ever to be a sex scene in a film right it's like people believe that and yeah it's like there there yeah. is like a mindset that that's true and it's like yeah this is a movie that read that tweet and said <laughs> absolutely not yeah <laughs> what if i made the whole movie a sex scene yeah <laughs> i almost that lee daniels yeah make a lee sequel daniels hey i mean you know we began this podcast with uh him deciding to do it because he wanted something that he could get off on mm-hmm. and lee uh, 
I I don't think a director succeeded off. ever oh, more than this. Yeah. Um 100% co-sign that thought. <laughs> well, let's leave it there. I mean, let's, you know, we'll come back in 6 months and talk mm-hmm. about it again. Yeah. Just like on our <laughs> for, own personal time. Yeah. <laughs> um but Patrick Keen, thank you so much for doing the podcast for the first time. We'd love to have you back. Uh thank where you. can people find you on the internet? You can find me at thesquirrelnyc.com, Squirrel Comedy Theater here in New York City, all digital now. So uh, we have shows Wednesdays and Thursday nights. Thursday nights at 8, my team, Borabish, performs. So you can catch me there on Twitch and YouTube. Um, And then I'm on social media. You know, you can find me. (laughs) Probably tweeting about the paper boy or eyes wide shot. (laughs) I feel like... I, I would also like like to join the mission to get more people to watch the favorite book. Yeah, because we gotta. It's, I'm it's gonna a worthy promote mission. the hell out of this podcast. <laughs> Great, <laughs> uh, Patrick Wise. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, at Pat Wise Live on all platforms. Just started a podcast uh, with Tim Keck. We're gonna call Political Therapy. That's coming out next week. We're gonna be reading Andrew Cuomo's book. Uh, so you don't have to. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Uh, and talking about how shitty it is. I am. 25% through and my god it's bad uh so gonna do that um yeah well thank you for doing that for all of society uh yeah, I have listened to terrible. the first episode of political therapy which you can find on Tim Keck's come at me show feed they they piloted the show there I've listened to that episode it's great I will say I have a lot of takes on your your Lola Bunny discourse, but I'll save those for when I guest on your pod. Thank you both so much for doing this. Uh, As always, John, this is for you. Uh, We miss you. We love you. Stay safe. You de monster. You de monster. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me,